Hi, this is John. This week on The Cinephiles, I have a secret. But first, our guest. We welcome the great voiceover actor, Yuri Lowenthal, to the show to sit down and talk 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, directed by Mel Stewart, based on the book by Roald Dahl, and starring the late, great, and wonderful Gene Wilder. Yuri Lowenthal has been heard on numerous animated series and video game projects, and he is definitely a kid at heart. He has been my co-host on the Cast of Characters podcast, and currently my co-host on the Geek and Sundry show we do called Super Animation Game Time. But most of all, I am honored to call him my friend. We have a great time talking about this movie, and here's my secret. I had not seen this film until the night before we recorded this podcast. That's right. All my years I've lived, and I'd never seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And let me tell you something. It absolutely lived up to its billing, and I understand why it holds such a special place in so many hearts all over the world. Join us this week on The Cinephiles as we talk 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You're a crook. You're a cheat and a swindler. That's what you are. How can you do a thing like this? Build up a little boy's hopes and then smash all his dreams to pieces. You're an inhuman monster! I said good day! Hello and welcome once again to The Cinephiles, where each week we enter the world of a great film. We explore its themes, the history, the filmmaking, and the influence it has on us today. My name is Steve Morris. I'm a filmmaker and directing instructor in Los Angeles, California. Hello, everyone. My name is John Roca. I'm an actor occasionally, host of shows, and voiceover artist here in Los Angeles. And I'm super excited for this episode because this, like, this is like a mixing of both of my podcast worlds uh, because of our guest on the show today. Well, I'll tell you so, what. Do you want yeah. to introduce our guest? Well, it's sure. Someone Why that you work with all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing <laughs> from New York City. No, hailing maybe from you Virginia. Should do all, maybe you should do all the intros. Yeah. This is much better than what <laughs> I do. man who has trapped well, the WWE just turned me down, so i got to practice where I can. F uh, those guys. F those guys. Hailing from Virginia and parts unknown, the amazing, talented, voiceover artist, host of Super Animation Game Time, one of the most amazing men I've ever met. Extremely talented, so funny, with a great heart, who works at a lot of things uh, to, to further the betterment of this world and also uh, your enjoyment in video games, animated series, and occasionally movies. And his name is Yuri Lowenthal. John, wow. I should have you introduce me for everything <laughs> ever. <laughs> although, a- you, although you did, you stopped on Ho and you went to co-hosts, you called me a Ho. <laughs> which is, yeah. so, which is also true. Everyone working in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited to enter the world forcefully of uh, of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. and so I'm excited too. So, uh, how did you first come to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate I, Factory? A, a, as a kid, I remember uh, uh, probably seeing it. You know, as as most of us as kids, you know, saw it probably too early <laughs> because sure. it's 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 dark, yeah. you know, and it's weird, and the structure is weird. It makes you feel. Uncomfortable. I, I only really sort of noticed that when I was paying attention to watching it this last time. Oh, yeah. No, it's in, in prep for the show. It's a fucked up movie. Yeah. It's a fucked up <laughs> yeah. movie. Hardcore. Um, yeah. 
John, how did you first come to the film? Well, I'm going to admit this publicly, uh, so this will be on the record for the rest of my life, but last night was the first time that what? I saw... What? Yeah, what? Yeah. John, what? <laughs> as soon as what? you guys said we're going to do that, I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. my God. But, I, but that's how you, <laughs> you do some, some... Oh, that's some awesome. Movies, yeah, there's some movies you play off and, think, and yeah. you tell people, well, yeah, I've totally seen it. I used but, to do that for years, and now I just yeah, don't up to it. But it, t- it took me, me years. Yeah. I mean, it's recent for me. I, I lied about a lot of movies. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. This was one that people... And sometimes you even trick yourself into thinking you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so seminal you know right. and yeah. so it's 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 I, it's great it's great that yeah because we talked about when we started the podcast they're gonna be they're gonna be some movies that you know yeah, really well yeah. and i know like when we did um um cinema paradiso yes that was one i had seen once 30 yeah. years ago yeah yeah um and had never seen since and it's one of your all-time favorites right. and but willy wonka that's great so so it. we get to have someone who it's the but, first time, but yeah. you've, but you've seen the Tim Burton one like twenty times. No, right? I've never seen the Tim Burton one. Either. Good, oh, good, good. good. Yes. because no. we are. Well, let's just not talk about that movie yeah. during this podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, okay. that was that's its last mention. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Never what about again. you, Steve? When did you come to? Um, so uh, same as Yuri, I saw it as a kid, okay. and it was one of those movies like Wizard of Oz, like Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. like you know that came on once a year, and yeah. I don't remember what holiday, but yeah. I can remember sitting as a kid, like at my great aunt and uncle's house when the parents sent the kids away upstairs watching this movie and i can remember i know exactly when i went to hide because it's just too creepy and it was of all the ones that repeated over and over again this was my favorite wow i just love this one as a kid and and having just watched it again uh with my kid now as a parent oh wow whole other thing how old's your kid he's five he's five so he we had watched it before maybe a year and a half ago bold move Bold move to show to show a he, four or five year old he, he this hit, movie. He, he wanted to hide it the exact. He loves the movie actually, yeah. but Love it. definitely wanted to hide it the exact same moment. Really, which, we, we will get to. Oh right. yeah, we will definitely oh, yeah. get to. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, maybe a little bit background. Of course, this is based on the book by Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. I just reread the book recently. I'd read wow. it as a kid. It's fairly. I, I short. wanted to do it before. I wanted to reread it before the show, and I didn't get a chance. But I'm a huge Roald Dahl fan. Yeah. He is. He is. It's really, and this is something we'll talk about a lot. Is why are so many children's things so sick yeah and he's definitely a guy who's out there pushing on what uh, on this sense of humor and this image of reality that's like hey kids can handle this well, yeah. and, and and i think that everything when you're a kid everything is new and everything is scary mm-hmm. but most kids literature films cartoons are afraid to go there yeah. and he, and you know Roald Dahl has never been afraid to go to those dark places well, what's interesting is it, that's true today yeah. Is oh, that if you look at, look at Snow White, that shit is scary. Yeah. Yeah. The Pinocchio, when kids are turning into donkeys, oh. that is terrifying. Yeah. And you look at all the Grimm's fairy tales and there's kids getting eaten and you know, you know people getting cut open and put, kids put in ovens. And yep. It's only in the last 15 years or 20 years where it's all changed. Yeah. Yeah. You look at Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Roadrunner, that's yeah. some violent, yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. And but now we're like, no, we have to. Our kids are these precious little angels who must be protected from all negative things. Because mm. yeah, because I think that once upon a time, all those stories, all the fairy tales, all the things that they wanted kids to read, were to teach them lessons about life. Yeah, and yeah. They're, the they're like, these tales, are important yeah. lessons. This is not just frivolous. Let's you know have them watching an iPad while we're, while we're eating dinner. Right. Yeah. This is you got to learn about how to survive in life. It, yeah. 
But I would, I would counter this argument and say it's not a coincidence that therapy has exploded as a result <laughs> yeah, yeah, of these kinds sure. of things because people sure. get exposed to these kinds of things a little bit earlier. We're more sensitive as a society. Right. So, so people are – this right. is how they're dealing with having these things right. woken within them so wait, too you're, early. You're, you're saying that therapy has exploded as a result of these things recently? No, no. I'm saying therapy has exploded over the last 30 years because of these things being put Because you're not the, learned – You're not – Oh, yeah, oh, I see. Because you're being I exposed to these things. You yeah. think, well, we're, 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 modly, we're modly coddling our kids nowadays, but we didn't back then. And those kids that we didn't mollycoddle are the ones in therapy now. So there's a possibility mm-hmm. sure. there's a correlation the, there. But now the kids are actually in therapy too. Yeah, right. So, well, that's true. That's true. Well, this is, and this is what I, I – the more I thought about this movie, um, obviously it's a fun kids movie mm. and there's lots of silliness Different in levels. It, but yeah. there's some levels could, here yeah. that you're like, oh, man, there's some, there's some shit we got to deal with. Oh, it's dark. Um, a couple things about Roald Dahl just that I, I did yeah. some research I found interesting. So he's a World War II flying ace. Mm-hmm. Um, shot down. He was injured. Is this our second one? Because Jimmy Stewart was Jimmy a, Stewart's yeah. also a flying ace yeah. in World War II. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Stewart, serious big hero. Yeah, and big, Dahl, big hero. Yeah. And then Roald Dahl joined the uh, intelligence service mm-hmm. and where he served with Ian Fleming, which that's what I did. Right. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, so we got two famous authors who come out of, and they were both like in Washington, D.C., helping set up the original OSS. and. Wow. Yeah, that was just fascinating. Empire Magazine recently did. It's the only film magazine that I read, that I subscribe to. British one, right? Uh, Yeah. Um, And it's expensive, but but I love getting it. Um, And it brightens my day. And they did a thing recently on the... It must have been a big anniversary for Willy Wonka. And they talked about Roald Dahl. They talked about, you you know, how he appreciated the film or not. And right. they talked about his history and and it's, it's fascinating. fascinating. Wow. Um, He's a really how interesting is that not guy. A movie? Right. Yeah, well, like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, particularly if like Ian Fleming and Roald yeah. Dahl spies together, that's yeah. sort of right. Yeah. So we the Cinephiles owns copyright on yeah. that. Yeah. We just yeah we just <laughs> yeah. we got to mail that to ourselves or whatever yeah, that, that yeah that bullshit works. poor man's copyright. Uh, <laughs> he was mar- he was married to Patricia Neal, which I didn't, oh, yes. didn't the actress, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so the way this movie happened is that Mel Stewart, who's the director of the film, his daughter reads the book and says, Daddy, you should make a movie out of this. And that's literally how this comes about. And he goes to David Wolper and says, my daughter says we should make a movie out of this. David Wolper's a producer and TV Mm -hmm. producer says, hey, it's a good idea. And And then the next step is Quaker Oats. Is Is that Quaker Oats wants to put out a new candy bar. And so they say, well, why don't you make your candy bar a Wonka bar and you pay for the movie and that is how this movie comes into what? existence. And then, and then they call Gene Wilder, and Mel Stewart says, I'm just going to call Gene Wilder and say, hey, Gene, it's Mel. Will you do another movie with me? <laughs> and he said, yes. No, that's totally Amazing. fabricated. Yeah, so, so merchandising, as usual, right. uh, gets, gets stuff made. We can't discount that. Yeah, and a, yeah, go ahead. Apparently, the chocolate bar didn't do very well at all. Wow. <laughs> but the movie did well over the long period. And, and somebody owns the rights to that because they still make Wonka candies. Yep. It's, it's probably Hershey's owns it or Mars. Yeah, and it's not a surprise one that one of, one David O. Wolper is a T because the film is it feels like a very much like a TV movie. The, it's the, small, it's approach, yeah. it's style, it's yeah. everything from the beginning to end but, feels very but, TV but, movie But if you look at from anything else, yeah, but if you look yeah. at anything else that he directed, nothing like this movie. Yeah, yeah. fair point. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you think nowadays that you get these auteurs who, like Tim Burton, yeah, yeah. who, you know, everything it has it's to a be. a Tim Burton but, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it doesn't look like anything. Willy Wonka yeah. is really unique. Correct. It yeah. is its own kind of Correct. thing. Yeah. Uh, they shot in Munich because mm-hmm. Mel Stewart didn't want it to look like any particular place. Certainly. And they had casts that sort of, why yeah. are people British and some, and some people are yeah, American? That yeah. has always bugged me in a, in a, in a, in a good way. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I try to, it makes you sort of off kilter because I always think that I've got, oh, well, it's probably an English. Well, no, but then that person. Yeah. And then, but yeah, no, it's. 
And, and and the key, obviously, the linchpin of this movie is Gene Wilder. Yes. Oh, and we already talked about percent. him in, in Young Frankenstein. Yes. I, I love in, Gene Wilder. In fact, in preparation for this podcast, yeah. that was the episode that I listened to <laughs> because oh. I was going down the list. I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to the show. I, I got I to gotta listen to the show before I go and do the show. What should I? Oh, well, Young Frankenstein, slam dunk, have to. because, <laughs> And I think they did it at the New Beverly here. I, I went mm. up, Back when you could pitch... Um, uh, double features. Oh, right. I would always write in a little notebook, uh, Willy Wonka and Young Frankenstein. Yeah. And they did it like, and oh, not nice. just because of me, but because it's a natural fit. They, right. they did that one three, four times easy. Yeah. Well, and those two performances from him are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Astounding performances. And I can't imagine there being this movie without Gene Wilder. No. Yeah, without no. him. No. He strikes the perfect uh, mix of childlike uh, connection but this adult-like approach. He just walks that line so perfectly in this performance. And yeah. it unsettles you and makes you feel comforted at the same time. Yeah. And it, I, back in, when I was starting my career in New yeah. York, I auditioned for something that he was directing. Oh, wow. That was cool. And I've never been more nervous. My, I've, I'm <laughs> oh, such shit. a huge Gene Wilder fan. Yeah. And I never got to meet him because it was always with a casting director. Sure. But I remember walking in there. I, I'm, I, I got called back, and I was already surprised that I got that far. Yeah. Because all I could think about in the audition was that I could possibly work with Gene Wilder. Yeah. Right. It was, it was like Murder in a Small Town or some TV movie oh, that, yeah. he, that he directed. Right. Um, I didn't get it, obviously. Otherwise, this would be a, a great story. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I will always remember it because yeah. all I could think about was Gene Wilder. Yeah. Gene well, Wilder, Gene Wilder. And like a bunch of actors we've talked about on the show, Gene Wilder is Gene Wilder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are actors who they play a lot of different there's nobody else in the world who does things like Gene Wilder. Mm -hmm. No. He just is what he is. Yeah. And what he brings to this movie is funny and evil and dark mm -hmm. and, as you said, comforting yeah. and surprising. And it's just a completely his own performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a fascinating performance. Yeah, I can, I can never talk enough about the brilliance of yeah. Gene Wilder. Yeah. So let's get in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Because otherwise we'll go off on Gene Wilder and we'll start <laughs> talking about all his other movies because I... Yeah. Okay, go. We get some credits over chocolate. And yes, <laughs> just credits. to set up the deliciousness. Yes, and then we go right into Candyman. Who can take a sunrise, sprinkle it with dew, comfort it in chocolate and a miracle or two? The Candyman, the Candyman can. Candyman can. Posse mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. How do you feel about Candyman? I really, I see now. This is having seen the movie for the first time last night. It really bothered me because Sammy Davis Jr. is my Candyman singer. That's what I asked you. Yeah, the question. and so so That's seeing it this way was like, nope, this is terrible. It should be Sammy Davis doing it, and and I don't know what this guy's doing, but it fits the vibe of the movie, right. so it makes sense in the movie the way it's done. But apparently, he wanted to do it. Oh, and Mel Stewart said. It would it would break the whole everything if we had somebody recognizable really doing that. This has got to be peep. This is you oh. know like he wants to be off cured. You don't want to know where things are and everything. How funny. He lobbied to do it. They they said no, and then but he still performed the song. Damn right, like, he did. you know for years for years. Yeah. show. Yeah. That's right. Well, and how do you feel about that choice? What that that the not having saying no to Sammy Davis Jr. I think it's a, I think f it makes sense because you're trying to make it a smaller type vibe movie. But I still would have loved to have seen it. But it would have sure. been a bit of a it might have taken you out of the I movie. Think it, yeah, I think it's hundred yeah. percent the right yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah. This, and something I found interesting that you know once again you know a, th a thing that sort of puts the whole thing off kilter yeah. is the structure of this film. You know, beginning at the very beginning with with these these musical pieces where. 
everybody's got a musical piece, and then they're they're not even a main character in the film. Like you never yeah. see him again. No. Some of these. I mean, you see the the Candyman, you know, you know, a little bit later. Yeah. But he's not a major part. No, no. You know, Mom gets one song yeah. and then and then disappears, and and the whole first half of the movie is yeah. set up. Yeah. It defies structure in a way that should break this film, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Yeah. Well, and what's weird about I really think, and I have no evidence for this at all. But I think the guys making this film love Monty Python because there's wow. such an yeah. element of the the bits. The, the, the bits. Yeah. And the bits is like now we're going to have a funny little bit. It's yeah. not it's it, it's it's supporting the story. It's not part of the story, mm-hmm. you know, and like the first one that, that I just adore is the teacher, like yeah. the teacher mm. is one of my yeah. favorite lines of all yeah. time, <laughs> which is. Do you know? Of course you don't know. You don't know because only I know. If you knew and I didn't know, then you'd be teaching me instead of me teaching you. And for a student to teach his teacher, it's presumptuous and rude. <laughs> I think that is one of the most brilliant lines I've ever and heard. And that guy, I know I've seen him. He's, he's, he's a huge yeah. character oh, yeah. actor, you know, yeah. English character yeah. actor. There's a it, lot of them in this yeah. film. A yeah. lot of little bits. And mm-hmm. we start with, the, with our candy man, who, by the way, terrible businessman. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, I yeah. Just, just giving it all away. Here, yes. kids, have or, all the Or candy. a great drug dealer, because it's always, you know, <laughs> you, get, you get that first one free, well, and you get hooked on sugar, and drugs. that's... Yeah. Well, and, and what's funny, too, looking at this as a Today movie, it's like, this is a little creepy. <laughs> oh, totally, uh, totally yeah. creepy. There's a lot of creepy things <laughs> in this movie. Another, another little bit of trivia that I, that I cannot absolutely verify 100%, yeah. but apparently um, uh, the guys from Monty Python were huge fans and wanted to... Um, uh, audition for for Willy Wonka. Oh, really? And but again, nobody knew who Monty Python was back there, so oh. they had the opposite problem of Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. Oh. Um, but then apparently, when I know we weren't <laughs> going to talk about it anymore, when the Tim Burton version came around, there they, there a couple of those guys were considered for. Wow. Yeah, because. John, oh, I could see John Cleese playing Willy Wonka. Sure, absolutely. That's one where I go like, and, yes. And yet, yeah. back to Gene Wilder, I can't imagine anyone else yeah, getting it true. right. Fair point. Right. As much sure. as I love John Cleese. Yeah. But John Cleese is evil and dark and yeah. smart yes. and, and funny and funny and yeah. odd. And can be comforting at yeah. times. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. So, and the great thing, we have our Candyman song, and I, this is perfect storytelling. Charlie outside the window, we get what this yep. movie is. Yep. Yeah. It's very clear what's going on, yeah. who he is. That's really nice storytelling. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we meet this creepy tinker outside <laughs> the factory. Up the airy mountain, down the rushing glen. Dare not go a hunting for fear of little men. You see, nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. Again, another one-off, a weird one-off. You know, talk. You know, setting up how. How mysterious the, the the chocolate factory is, and is he reciting a poem? Uh, it, oh, yeah, well it starts with a poem. poem. I forget yeah. what the poem is. Okay, yeah, but it's from yeah. The, it is the, a real I've poem. I've heard the poem yeah. before. It is a real which poem. Yeah. Wolper, Wolper put a lot of really weird quotes from a lot of different poems, uh, and you know, Shakespeare's like Merchant plays of Venice, and, and there's yeah, 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 Shaughnessy, yeah there's some that other. that were not in the original book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The tinker has like he's like a butcher's knife hanging off. He's got all these no, things like he could really cut kids up and it's full creepy. Yeah, it's full creepy. Yeah, we go back and meet Charlie's family. Family. Oh, we yeah. Meet mom. Yes. Again, I'm excited because, like, so how did you feel about Charlie's family? Very yeah. strange. Four bedridden grandparents. Just right. Really. Odd. Grandpa Joe hadn't been on how, how long? 20, 20 years. 20 years. All of them have been there for 20 yeah, years. All of them have been there for 20 bed. years. I can only sm- imagine what that bed smells like, for God's sake. Especially <laughs> right. old people smell like that. Oh, my God. Like, oh, com- combined between the four of them. And yeah. how do they not have bed sores? Where are the bedpans? How much work does this poor this woman have to do? It's not about and Charlie. I mean, it's, all these well, things occurred to me as I was watching. Well, and this is what. So, first of all, in, in the book, um, dad's alive 
Yeah, right. And they spend much more time in, ter in terms of like what their level of poverty is yeah. and what they're trying to do and what they're eating mm -hmm. is not a lot of time, but a little bit more. And the grandparents are in their 90s. Yeah. Now, having grandparents in their 90s, I kind of understand why they're bedridden. Right. Sure. And then Joe, Grandpa Joe getting out of bed, which we'll get to later, that seems like a miracle. Yeah. Those characters like... What the fuck are you doing in bed? They're just yeah. lazy, right? You're late. Mom is and Charlie are busting their asses yeah. for you. Yeah, and this is a theme that we're going to come back to <laughs> multiple times in the movie, which is fuck Grandpa Joe. Yeah. Oh, it's well, like, well, wait a second, now, now I, I, I can't wait, agree with that. I adore him. I love Jack Albertson. I love Jack Albertson, and, and it's like one of those things in the movie where just in the movie, I'm totally in it and yeah. loving it, and then yeah. when I sit back and think about it, it's like fuck that guy. Yeah, I know. I know. And we'll I'm, get to it more later. Sure. Yeah. Sure. For I'm, you, kid, I'm, I'm for you kids, yeah. Jack Albertson was in this uh, great, awesome TV show that only lasted a couple Chico of years. Chico man. and the Man I with Freddie Prince, yeah. Freddie yep. Prince Jr.'s dad. Dad, right? Freddie Prince was a fantastic guy, and he's in Poseidon Adventure, which I hope at some point right. we talk about on the Cinephiles because I love that damn movie so much. Mm. Oh, you know what? I think I, I think I saw it in the seventies, and I've never, I have no You've memory. Never of seen it, it since? No, never seen it since. There you go. Well, this goes to exactly what, what we're talking about. All right, yeah. friends, we're gonna have to do Poseidon Adventure. Absolutely. I have. I, I've seen. Remember the clips from like the That's Entertainment That's sort right. of shows. It would fall through the glass. It would fall through the yeah. glass. But didn't I, they remake it recently? Yeah, it I'm sure it was terrible. It was terrible. It had yeah. to been. Yeah. So bad. So, and we discover their poverty. We discover that Charlie's this great, good kid who, yeah. who's like, hey, Grandpa Joe, I'm going to get you money for your tobacco. Right. <laughs> so she's, again, it's right. like, oh. And Grandpa yeah. Joe does the, the guilty thing going, yeah. no, you shouldn't have to pay for my tobacco if bread is a delicacy. Right. I should, I'm should, glad right. that this finally occurred to you 20 years later yeah. that bread right. is a delicacy. Yeah, thanks, right. yeah. thanks a lot, Grandpa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it took him 20 years to come to that uh, conclusion. Such a dick. <laughs> and then, again, I love him in the movie. Mm -hmm. I just, it's mm -hmm. only on on reflection yeah. we go but fuck, Grandpa Joe. But fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then we hear the amazing announcement that Willy Wonka is going to open the factory to five lucky people yeah. with five golden tickets yeah but we get told that the factory was shut down because right. there were spies from other chocolate companies coming in like, yeah there's trying to so infiltrate. much there's yeah. so much pipe laid for this yeah. for this yeah. film so yeah. much groundwork and so much backstory arguably like I said before the whole first half of the movie yeah. is up. leading up to you know, the beginning of the movie, yeah. basically. Yeah. And we learned that the importance of this is not just in this town, yeah. but it is worldwide. Everyone is obsessed mm. with Willy Wonka's chocolate. Yeah. Everyone wants to get in. And to the point where there is worldwide, you know, panic and yeah. uh, craziness to get these golden yeah. tickets. Right. And, and enter the sketches that you're talking about, these, these, yeah. these one-off bits of what people are willing to do <laughs> at a chance for a golden ticket. The fucking hostage scene? I'll give them anything, anything they want. All I want is to have Harold back. Go ahead, we're listening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What did they ask for? Whatever it is, they can have it. They want your case of Wonka bars. Hey, Miss Curtis, did you hear me? It's your husband's life or your case of Wonka bars. How long will it give me to think it over? Oh, yeah. Great. The, yeah great. How much time do I have to think about it? You know, her husband dies they're in this scenario. Great, they're great little bits. Yeah. It's like, I love the computer. Yeah. The, computer oh, the computer is, is so uh, funny. Yeah. I'm now telling the computer exactly <laughs> what it could do with a life supply of chocolate. Right. They're, so, they're perfect little funny yeah. bits. They never I, get, you know, called back. I mean, nope, it's just nope. they're little one-offs that... 
that you know help build that yeah we have the auction in your majesty we have the psychiatrist we have like there's just these little ones right and in interspersed with those we are meeting our kids who are finding the chocolate the first of which is augustus gloop yeah i would say our least interesting of our of our kids right yeah Yeah. agreed and And i'm sure that's the guy that they use on the simpsons right that's the kid that they model him after right yes i I can't talk i'm full of chocolates (laughs) i begged you to look at my first yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, and yeah. it's obvious from the start yeah. that these are all reprehensible, horrible children, yeah. unlike Charlie. Right, but this right. begins this kind of, uh, to me, what I was getting from it, because I'm 40, you know, I'm in my 40s watching this, to me, it starts this social commentary. Oh, it, yeah. The film has this very, very powerful social commentary mm-hmm. running all the way through it, and this idea of a, a gluttony. He is representing gluttony in essence. Without you question. Know? When the oh, dad yeah. eats the microphone, like you're just like, well, oh, this, is, yeah. this is an insane family. Yeah. This yeah. is a yeah. nutty family. And, and it's funny, too, because I go like, Oh yeah, I'm Augustus Gloop. Like, like <laughs> of of the sins, gluttony is my. You know, I have right. a weight problem. I okay. always struggled with it. Right. And so, like watching now, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That was me. My problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was Mike TV. I watched too much TV. I had yeah. a little you know, bit of Mike yeah. TV. I had a little bit of that yeah. too. Yeah. And and it's funny too because we're watching the kids. Yeah. And uh, and, the, and it's about the kids getting their comeuppance and seeing their bad behavior. But in a weird way, and maybe this is for me now, it's really about yeah. the parents. It is. Yes. 100%. This is all about parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, later on, uh, the, the um, uh, Oompa Loompas sing about that. About oh, yeah. the, when they yeah. come to, um, what's her face? The brat girl. Yeah. They come to her. They sing about the parents creating a brat. It's mother and father. father. Is the blame. Yeah. The yeah. mother and the father. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. Yeah. There it it's, is. it's very clear. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk about that more because yeah. I have Yeah, because none, 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 none of those parents stand up their kids once. Mm-hmm. Not once. Mm-hmm. No. Um, we meet, and speaking of which, we meet our first introduction to Veruca Salt. Oh yes. yeah, Veruca. and That's that her, her parents are having have put their factory to find this spoiled brat a golden ticket. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible to watch. That, that that any it is it is horrible. Yeah, that that employee found the golden ticket didn't just pocket it and walk away. Yep. Yeah. That you know gets you know they got their five dollar bonus or whatever for finding a the pound, ticket. a pound yeah. or pound right yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a pound which is not yeah. but then again here we go this commentary on the factory workers versus the owner of the factory yep. how they're abusing them how they're making them work overtime yep. and do extra stuff and for minimal to nothing pay and, and they're yeah and they're and the message that you're telling your daughter is you these people are bad are not important yes mm-hmm. and we can abuse them all you want yes. all we want so you can get what you want yep. right it is just a and, horrible and unless horrible i'm mistaken message. all of the families except for charlie's they're all wealthy yes, yes. they're all wealthy business yep. owners or you know they sell cars or to right. some degree i mean, I mean to I think, some degree yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like i think car dealership versus massive well, you know, manufacturing thing. that's part. true so right. he's got the right. money yeah. Right. both ways yeah they're they're middle class yeah. and wealthy we don't quite know where augustus fits in because we don't get to know yeah. a lot about him that's, that's true. true but they're certainly not poor yeah yeah, yeah. Well, if he's fat they got money <laughs> that is not true <laughs> that's in that time i would think sure. he's fat they got money yeah um today that is not true at all true right it's a whole but a whole other issue that's true uh our next now we meet Violet Beauregard. Yes, and you watch, and she's our gum chewing champion. Yeah, um, and Dad's a used car salesman, politician, and Dad is obnoxious, and she is obnoxious. She's obnoxious. Now. Yeah. So when you grew up, did parent did grown up say to you kids should be seen and not heard? Oh, of course. Yeah, I heard that. I it's a whole different I mean, time. I don't remember that. More from grandparents. My parents didn't but, say that, but mm. my grandparents' generation said that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and we don't say that anymore, and I think that's good that we don't yeah, say I that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I think I'm interested in what my kid has to say, and, yeah. and yeah. I treat him like a person. They say interesting things. But there's also <laughs> a time where <laughs> yeah. he should shut up. 
Oh, you know, yeah. because because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. You don't understand what the world is. Mm-hmm. You're a little kid, and that you shouldn't be messing around in your and and Violet Beauregard says, "Can it, Dad?" Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like you shouldn't, you can't treat your parents like that. Right. And a parent that allows you to treat them like that, well, they deserve what they get. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, the social commentary going oh, yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens throughout the film. Yeah. And and now. And things are, and Charlie really wants this ticket. Yeah. yeah. And he has pinned all of his hopes on this ticket that we're seeing millions of bars going out there. Yeah. And the family wants him to get it. And they, even on his birthday, we get him at bar and he's opening up with the family. And, so. and we know, because the book is called Charlie and Chocolate, we yeah. know he's going to get it. Yeah. But. There are a lot of feints, you know, yeah. a lot oh, of, yeah. you know, uh, he's, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, no. Uh, uh, no. Even, well, even Charlie gives us a faint when he goes, you guys yeah. really believed me, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, like, which, is, which is a horrible yeah, trick. I mean, yeah. I mean, for such a great kid, you know, that is, that is a, that's <laughs> a horrible thing to do to anyone. So yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, and what's funny, this goes to the thing, I think we talked about it before on the podcast, yeah. is people think that the reason you're seeing the movie is to find out what happens or to be surprised. Yeah. Right? That's frequently not true. When you're watching a romantic comedy, you know they're going to get together. Yeah. Because that's the kind of movie you're watching. Yeah. It's the it's watching it happen that's exciting, even though you know the outcome. You know he's going to get the ticket. Yeah. Because can you imagine we get halfway through the, the movie? It's like, nope. <laughs> Augustus, <laughs> Augustus Gloop leave, is the hero. Right? And then we You're just like, leave what? him behind. You know, that's not yeah. generally how movies yeah. work. So, And yet, we're still right with him, disappointed mm-hmm. as this happens. And, and now mm-hmm. we get to... Um, uh, uh, Mike TV. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I was a little bit of Mike TV too. Mm. Sure. Yeah. And, and his nastiness and yeah. disrespect towards his parents and obsession with his desire to watch TV. Yeah. Right. First of all, it's horrible. Yeah. Second of all, my kid would be exactly like that. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> And, and and I had to say something that I've learned about parenting. You have an eight month old, right? Yeah. Okay. So, boy or girl? Boy. Okay. So here's something I learned: is that I'll take it. Is that punish, <laughs> punishing your kid or being a good parent for your kid and setting the correct boundaries is in fact punishing yourself? And this is why: is that my kid basically would watch TV all day, every day. Yeah. He loves TV, mm-hmm. and every day he asks, "Can I watch TV? Can I watch TV?" Now, TV is not good for him. I don't want him to watch TV. Right. I want him to do other things. Right. Um, and if I say, no, you can't watch TV, we're going to play a game, we're going to do this, we're going to yeah. do that, there are times where he gets upset. You're mean, you hate mm. me, crying, upset, mm-hmm. why? And he's a miserable person to deal with. Now, the easiest thing for me to do at that point would be to give in to yeah, him and say, sure. okay, watch TV. If I did that, what am I teaching him? I'm teaching him that, the, that this horrible behavior of whining and crying and manipulating mm-hmm. works. Yep. And therefore, I'm reinforcing that, and he's going to do it again and again and again. Yeah. What I have to say is, no, not only can you not watch TV, but you're going to lose more TV privileges if you continue to behave this way. Yeah. Right. Because this is not how you get what you want. Right. Therefore, I now have to sit with an upset kid for hours. If I let him watch TV, I can do whatever I want. Right. Because I can get right. my own work done. If I don't yeah. let him watch TV, not only are we not going to have fun because he's not being happy. Yeah. But now I have to stay up late and do my work. I got to lose sleep. <laughs> I don't get to watch my own TV after he goes to bed <laughs> right. because of this moment. And right. this is why I say it's like, oh, I actually have to punish myself yeah. to be a good parent to him. And there are definitely times where I said, fine, watch TV. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because you just sure. get tired. I guess yeah. so. You know? And so this Mike TV thing, yeah. like I see this is real parenting hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't make children that horrible and obnoxious. Yeah. 
But it's hard. Yeah. And, yeah. and they won't understand until they become parents that, that, right. that what you were doing back then is how you showed them that you love them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I say that to my son, but it doesn't go very no, well. No, of course not. <laughs> he won't, he, he will, I mean, I didn't understand that at 40. It's now, you know, 45 that I have a child that I finally get. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the age. I think it well, has to do with where you're at. Yeah. Well, and, this, and one of the basic themes of this film is does getting what you want make you happy? Yeah. Right. And my contention in life is that it doesn't yeah is that happiness has got to come with from within Mm -hmm. and what no matter what stuff you get that you think you want if you don't have that internal stuff to make you happy it is not going to matter in fact you're only going to look at other stuff well yes that makes makes, that's what makes the last line so interesting absolutely when when, uh, charlie when uh, wonka hugs him and says don't remember don't forget the lesson of the game of the man who got everything he wanted he lived happily ever after it's like, whoa, what? But it's the yeah. exact opposite yeah. of the whole film. Yeah, no, yeah. it's interesting. So I have to talk about Cheer Up Charlie. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, do it. What do you think about Cheer Up Charlie? <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's, it's a weird, sad, odd moment of the film. And, a, yeah. and a, a, for, especially to, to dedicate a whole musical number to. Yeah. Um, I left the room as a kid. Wow. This was, this because it made mo- you so sad? Oh, or no, because it was so boring. It's so boring. Yeah. yeah. It's so boring. It, 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 yeah, it throws a it throws a break on the film. Yeah, okay. it is completely could be cut out of the film. How'd you feel yeah. seeing it the first time? And I know we gotta move faster. Yeah, but... no, no. Uh remind me, is this where the the kid is this where the grandpa Mom, no, no was... mom is singing this song oh, right. yeah, from, from her laundry. Right. Her laundry well, she's, job. she's asking yeah, she... to pull up some colored yeah. sheets and yeah. sit down yeah. or whatever, yeah. some colors and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was sad. It was very painful. But I, I didn't think it was a negative thing in the movie at all. So, so my is... contention is the, re- the reason that it's... And I actually think you can cut it out of the film and it really? would make no difference. 100%. Is that they've... It's, it's, you know, we talk about show, don't tell in screenwriting mm-hmm. and filmmaking. Is that we want the audience to see and feel what's happening. We don't yeah. want to tell them the emotion. Yeah. yeah. You've done a great job establishing who Charlie is. Yeah. And his, I know Charlie's sad. Mm-hmm. I know what Charlie wants. I know that he's a good kid. I know all these things. Okay. Singing this song is not yeah. adding anything. Yeah. It doesn't, it's just okay. kind of telling me what I already knew, and we're delaying getting to Willy Wonka. Well, to me, it establishes their relationship, which we don't have a lot of screen time to do. Sure. Sure. So that but song I, kind but, of establishes it. But, I, we but, have I, no but you're right. I get enough of that. I get, an, I get all that I need earlier on. From yeah. there. Fair enough. Slight sidebar, I went and saw the, the musical oh. when I was in oh. London, and um, the only song from the movie that is in the <laughs> musical is Pure Imagination. Oh, and so all the rest be. of the songs are terrible. And wow. um, I was looking forward to hearing some of that music, and mm-hmm. I didn't get it. And it, actually, the show was bad. Um, no Candyman and No I Want a Golden Ticket? No, nope, none of it. Wow. Um, they wrote a bunch of other songs that don't, for me, in my opinion, didn't work. Yeah. Um, and I, I sort of hated the, the play. And then at the very end, Wonka sings Pure Imagination, and they had me again. Because uh, that song is so really is. beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we got to we gotta get there. Yeah, we're, let's get we're, there. We're, so... We have a we have a, a faint where yeah. we hear that the last ticket was gotten. We have right. a moment of disappointment. Yes, mm-hmm. and then Charlie finds the last. He finds some money in the street. <laughs> yes, yep. opens up his chocolate bar. He has a golden ticket. Yeah, right. goes home. I love the song "I Got a Golden Ticket" with Grandpa Joe mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, I never dreamed that I would climb over the moon in ecstasy, but nevertheless, it's there that I'm shortly about to be. Because I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way And with a golden ticket it's a golden day It's so joyful. I love Jack Albertson. Yeah. Yeah. I just so... And I think we all want a golden ticket. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that idea of here's the magical thing that's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the cynical part of me being an older person watching this. If you could get out of bed that 
this is good. This is why I'm saying yeah. fuck Grandpa Joe. <laughs> it's like, so I love it. I love How the, the hell could you get out of bed and dance? Yeah, what the I hell have you been doing 20 years ago, Joe? You were drinking cabbage soup. Yeah. Cab- not cabbage soup. Cabbage water. Cabbage water. Cabbage water. But you could, you, oh, you get the ticket. Now you jump out that of just... bed, dance around. Right. Fuck you, Grandpa <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I mean, I get the point, right? Because, right. like, you he's, find he's inspired. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, of course. Sometimes when you're in the doldrums, you're depressed. You need that thing to inspire you. And in that moment, he's inspired. But still. But you can find the energy to go get a job before. Get a you know, job. To, 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 what about you? I'm not looking at you too, Grandpa George and Grandma Georgina and Grandma <laughs> right, Josephine. Right, right, right. Come on. Right? You can't do anything. And, yeah. and, and yet, as a kid, and even today, I love the scene. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. It the is song is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this seems to be a, a good point because we've been introduced to him before, yeah. um, but to bring Slugworth in. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. yeah, yeah. So this, this is a really key thing is that yeah. there's this guy that showed up at every single kid and is and he looks creepy and he's whispering something he's in their scar. ear. He's got a yeah. scar. Yeah. And he manages to find Charlie, too. Yeah. And and we find out this is Slugworth. He's yeah, got this, this is Yeah, this is this is we've been introduced to Slugworth's name because he's got his own candies. Like, do you right. want a Slugworth's whatever? You know, the, the candy man asks yeah. him early yeah. on, or do you want a Wonka this? Um, and we haven't heard what he said to the other kids. He always whispers into yes, their ears. Right. You know it's, it's horrible. And when finally when he finds Charlie, he's like, Charlie, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. When you get in there, I want you to steal a, a gobstopper and bring it to me, and we're going to reverse engineer it, and I'm going to – because it's the only thing that I can't do. Yeah. Um, right. And I'll give you $10,000. $10,000? I think he says $10,000. Yeah. 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 And Charlie is poor. The other kids have money. But yeah. Charlie, sure. this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder what he whispered to them. Right. Like, what right. was their – Get. I think it was the same thing to get the gobstoppers and then like yeah, yeah. but oh you no, mean, but I mean what, what did he offer? I mean what did yeah. he offer them? Yeah, ten thousand dollars for Veruca Salt is like she, you know she that's, yeah. that's just her yeah. wardrobe for today, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Um, and this brings up a point again. It's sort of sitting back a little bit thinking about this movie. So each one of these kids finds a ticket and magically Slugworth is there. Yeah, the chocolate bars have been distributed around the world randomly. How does Slugworth know where to go? Unless Willy Wonka has chosen the children right. who are going to get the tickets, mm-hmm. because the other thing is, why do only kids get these tickets? Right. Is that uh. is that is this in fact all part of a scheme? And if so, why has Willy Wonka done this well, thing? He says it at the end. He says, "I didn't want to give this to an adult who was going to come in and do and make the changes. I right. wanted to give this to a kid who was going to keep everything the way it was and understand and follow my legacy and keep my legacy." Sure, it's a very selfish point. It's totally fucked up and selfish. Yes, and we'll of get course. Into that too. Is that is? It, but it's also why then did you give it to four assholes? Right. And Charlie. That means your only hope is Charlie because you already yeah. knew these other four. It's, Terrible. It's essentially I, a police moving lineup. It, is it yeah, the exactly. Police, right? Exactly. Yeah, but I, but I, I think it was also an experiment. He's like. Yeah. He's like, I want to see. He, he knew what was going to happen. Great point, Yuri. Yeah, but he wanted to see without without him. I mean, he's already manipulated a great deal. Of this, yes, yeah. But without you know doing managing that manipulation, yeah. is it going to work out the way I think it is? And how how strong would Charlie be with these kind of influences around him? Right. Yeah. Right. And he does break right. the rules eventually with the fizzy no. drinks. Grandpa Joe fucking breaks the rules. <laughs> That's true. We'll get to that. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, so, Fuck Grandpa Joe. So, so finally, just as in the movie, it's gonna be the hashtag for this episode. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Grandpa Joe. Joe. Just as just as in the movie, we take a long time before we get to uh, Willy Wonka, and yeah. we've done that in the podcast. And as we said in other podcasts, yeah. building up the entrance to a character is a great thing. We Absolutely. have built up this entrance, and now you have to deliver. And boy, did they deliver! Yeah. This is a great entrance. Well, it's one of the great entrances of all time uh, and the, the sort of the key point of which was gene wilder's idea as i understand right, yeah. and said he wouldn't do the movie if they didn't let him do this 
this entrance, which oh, to, to refresh your memory, if you haven't seen the movie in a long yeah. time, uh, Willy Wonka finally comes out. Everybody's gathered around. They haven't seen him in years. Yeah. He comes out. He's got this limp, this cane. He's very quiet, very somber. And as he's approaching the crowd, and he's almost to all the microphones and everything, his cane gets stuck in the mm-hmm. cobblestones, and he goes to move forward, and teeters forward and f- is about to fall and face plant on the ground, rolls out of it and pops up and is like, ha ha, the magician is here. <laughs> um, which, as I understand, you know, I don't know if it's apocryphal or not. I mean, no, I, I, it's no, it's a pretty well-documented right, yeah. story that Gene Wilder said, if you don't let me do this thing where I come out, I've got a gag, I'm going to do it, I'm going to fall, and I'm going to pop up. Um, I won't do the movie. And they're like, well, why do you do that? And he said, because from that point on, you won't know if I'm lying or if he's yes. lying or telling the yeah, truth. That's true. And, and you, it, and you and never right. do. You never and we do. never, and throughout right. the whole film, yeah. we, don't under, we don't get to Arguably, know. as the credits are rolling, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, and we, we, we meet our kids. Yeah. And there's something I want to point out really quickly about his acting is that there's, a, there's an acting technique called Meisner from yep. Stanford mm. Meisner. And Meisner technique, they do a lot of mirror work. Yeah. And, and what they do is that someone will say something with a certain energy and you say something back to them with the same energy. Or very, and what, what right. it's developed for is for listening. And listening yeah. is obviously really important acting. And if you watch Gene Wilder greet each kid, each kid... And Genius. each adult comes up with their energy, yeah. and he gives them that energy back, right. and he reacts yeah. to each right. one in this different way. And it's like, and I don't know, I couldn't find it. I know he studied with Uta Hagen. I know he studied mm. with Strasberg. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any Meisner in there. I think Meisner came after this. I think Meisner was prominent after this oh, movie. Is that, oh, yeah. oh, really? I think so. Is it later? I think, I, think, I think Meisner was later. But yeah. it's that thing. Yeah. It was like you see, and you see Gene, throughout Gene Wilder's performance, he's constantly changing his energy based yeah. on... The reactions he's getting and what's happening, and it's mm-hmm. always a show. Yeah, you never see you very, yeah. very rarely see the real person in here. Yeah. Right until maybe the very end. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, John, I can't tell you how excited I am about the Cinephiles' new sponsor, an absolutely incredible game, Marvel Strike Force. Now, anyone who's listened to the show knows that I've been reading comic books since I was five years old, and this is like a comic book fan's dream come true. You could create a mobile squad, and play as your favorite Marvel characters. I mean, everyone is there. The Punisher, Vision, Black Panther, Cap, or even my favorite Marvel character of all time, Daredevil. Your goal is to power up those characters, unlock gear, and use them to compete in player versus player mode, alliance mode, and real-time arena. Yes, Stephen, as we speak, they are enjoying their six-year anniversary. Six years, wow. And you know what that means? Free stuff just for signing up via their unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Completing every single mission throughout the entire anniversary will result in an even more special reward. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out, y'all. Check out that unique promo code, and for every new user, please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force. We're very, very excited to have you sponsoring this episode. Uh, let's get in the chocolate factory. Yeah, let's get in there. We sign a contract. He messes with them in these weird elevators and rooms, and he's continually fooling them. Yeah, and we continually and see. Us. Yeah, yeah, and us, yeah. and we continually see the other kids and the parents getting pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Charlie and Grandpa Joe are like, "This is cool." 
Right, exactly. You know, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to yeah. us versus everybody else is just complaining. Well, because they're used to disappointment as, as people in poverty. They're used to not things working out. They're used to not having the things go easily. Yeah. Everyone else who's pampered and, and they, they're the ones that are complaining and bitching right. and moaning because yeah. they're used to having things their way or things work out. So it's for them to Things not that they can predict, things they can control. Exactly. Yeah. And having people bend to their will to give them yep. what they want. Right. And this does not happen. And Charlie yeah. and Grandpa Joe are not used to it. So that they're, I mean, they are used to it, so it's not a big deal to them. Well, yeah. Gene Wilder has really Wonka has this amazing way of when people people make demands on him or criticisms of him or push him yeah. he doesn't just say no that's not going to happen he just redirects or ignores yes. or in yes. all these sort of fascinating <laughs> witty I mean the speed and the wit of that character yeah. is amazing yeah it is a master class in something yeah. I don't know what but it's a master class <laughs> a in, lot of stuff going on yeah there's and so much yeah and they're not cuts there, no. he goes through these sequences in long takes, which is really fantastic as you're yeah. watching it as an actor. You know, yeah, yeah. Thing. just moving from one thing yep. to another. Yep. And there's yeah. a, there's a line in there that I just want to point out, which is something jumps out at somebody, and he says, uh, "Little surprises around every corner, but nothing dangerous." Lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, this place yeah. is dangerous. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. right on we're the edge of death. We're about to find out exactly how dangerous <laughs> it is throughout the movie. Yeah. And we walk into Agreed. the chocolate room. Yeah, man. That is it. That's a. And it's, it's, yeah, it's one it's of the great reveals. Set. And by the way, that's the first time those kids at least saw that room. Oh, wow. Was when they opened that door. Wow. Right. Yeah, the actors, so they, yeah. Been, so they, that's their real reactions. Wow. And we get, as you said, pure imagination. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination what a yeah great song. what a great song and and sticks in your head and it's yes yeah, is so many years later still a great great song and is is the equivalent to this film in a strange way um going back to to the muppet movie oh, um can oh, you sure. picture that the the dr totally. teeth and electric oh, mayhem yeah. song is a movie about imagination, how powerful it is. I'm a big imagination. As an actor, yeah. for me, that's, that's my most powerful tool and something that I think that actors forget about when they get obsessed with, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, emotional this and, you know, all that, that, you know, uh, recall and uh, right. method and all that, that you forget that imagination is so powerful. And to see how powerful, you just look at kids. Yeah. Right. You know. Well, this is something we talked about, I think, when we talked about Singing in the Rain, mm -hmm. is it's called a play for a reason. Yeah. yeah. It's play. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it is, first of all, him coming down the stairs, singing Pure Imagination, yeah. the little evil things he's doing, swinging that cane, oh. pulling the hair out. Yes. These are like, like, what is this? Who is this person? He is so messing with them. Yeah. And, they, and, and essentially, both figuratively and really literally, they are literally stepping into his imagination. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting that I was thinking about this time is I was like, oh, there are people who can consume other people's imagination, which yeah. they are mm -hmm. literally doing in the scene. Yeah. yeah. But there are only a few people who can create. Yeah. And Willy Walker is a creator, and at least four of these kids are consumers. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he's like wants them to enjoy it. Right. But he also wants to fuck with them. Well, he wants to break them out of their comfort zones, and I think that swinging of the cane is that the pulling of the hair is that because it's like stop, stop with all this stuff. 
remember being a child, remember the amount, like he's trying to snap him out of it in a way. Um, and so to me, that's what I got when I was watching it. And the song is something I've known for years, sure. like for decades, because that's sure. the one thing that always permeates the yeah. pop culture with that. So to see it now in the context of the movie is really fascinating because yeah. you have all these weird things happen it's up weird. until that moment. And then these, the song even itself at the beginning, like you said, him moving certain stairs and back and swinging the cane hard. And he's swinging the cane hard at the girls. He never yeah. swings the cane at the boys, which is interesting, <laughs> yeah. you know, watching it now, you know, and so it's like that kind of thing. And so you see it go into, and then this beautiful song comes out and he's yeah. got the mushroom umbrella and all these things. It's yeah. so and fantastic. ending on, on taking a bite, you know, of, yes. the, of the, of the cup. But, yeah. but there is something really interesting about that. That could have been a big wacky oh, number yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and it's really melancholy. You mm -hmm. look, the look yeah. on his face is yeah. almost sad throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You it's, know, despite the beauty of it. Well, yeah. and this is what, again, we're going to say this over and over in this movie. I don't think we can figure this movie out. It's a cipher. It's a it's a weird conundrum. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a riddle <laughs> wrapped inside of an enigma wrapped inside a grilled cheese they, sandwich. They defract me. They defract me. So so Augustus Gloop is just not enough gluttony for him. Oh my He's got to go straight for the river. Drink the chocolate. All of the chocolate. And we see our first moment of, of Willy Wonka's complete lack of interest yes. in saving yes. his kids. Don't just stand there. Do something. Help. Police. Murder. Which, which, he, which he does again later. And even though it's sort of a repeat, I, I love it every time. He's, no, don't. Stop. Yeah. And this uh, just points out another, it's another parenting thing. When we take our kids to Disneyland or when we go anywhere, yeah. we expect that our safety has been taken care of. Mm -hmm that we are not responsible for our own safety, that the play, it is the place that we go to that is responsible yeah. for our safety. Yeah. There must be a safety rail. There must be a, a warning sign. Right. There must be someone direct so that it's not possible for me or my child to hurt themselves. Right. And Willy Wonka, despite what he said about nothing dangerous, that is not this world. Yeah. You're responsible for your safety. You do something stupid, that's your problem. Yep. And Augustus goes in the chocolate, yeah. and apparently it's going to get sucked up this tube. Mm -hmm. Where does it lead to? The boiler. <laughs> yeah. Or it, the furnace, you know, yeah. later on. the you know, <laughs> And who is most excited and interested in watching this? Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. He's like, hey, this is really cool. It's like a bullet going out of a gun. And yep. he's like eating. Fascinating. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Joe. And I, don't, I adore Grandpa Joe. Yeah, I'm going right. to keep saying it. Uh, let's okay. get on the Wonkatania. Oh, let's, man. Uh, yeah. What is that? This is, where I, this is where I hid behind the couch. This <laughs> scared the fucking shit out of me. Of course. They a, chop a, a chicken's head off? Yeah, it's a psychedelic nightmare. It is. This like some millipede crawling across yeah, someone's face. face. Yeah. Oh, Slugworth. Yeah, Slugworth right. pops up. Yep. And Willy Wonka, for the first time, oh becomes God. unhinged. Yeah. There's no earthly way of knowing <laughs> which direction we are going. There's no knowing where we're rowing or which way the river's flowing. Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane a blowing? Not a speck of light is showing, so the danger must be growing. Are the fires of hell a glowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing, for the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing. 
and apparently some of the, the actors, the kids, had never they had never rehearsed that part. They thought that maybe he had lost his fucking... They were terrified, I, I, I understand. Well, I understand. it's his... There's no earthly way of knowing. Yeah. Right. That is... That is some crazed mm-hmm. shit. And once again, yeah. this is and then what, it to a fever pitch. Yeah, and then it stops. And once but again, yeah. no, no. This once again, this is what Wilder does really well in moments yeah. like this. He can play this mania, and you can go along with him in this mania. Even in smaller, great yeah. comedies like Stir Crazy, yeah. when oh. he gets when he dials into his mania, yeah. and and in uh, yeah. uh, producers when he's like, huh, about the blanket. Oh yeah, like, yeah. those things. Are, blanket. Yeah, he does yeah. so well and yeah. so belie- and scary yeah. and scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's this edge of it. We talked about it with Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Stir crazy. Is the edge <laughs> of anger movie. of him, anger and yes, comedy together, yes, yes. or yeah. or mania and comedy together. Yeah. He's the best. I don't I, know anyone that could do that like oh, he does. He yeah. And and if you, if you go into his history and his relationship with his mother, and we don't really have time oh, for that because that's yeah. a that's a whole other story. Yeah. You understand exactly where all that comes oh, from. Wow. Yeah. I do not want to live. I, you know, it's I'm almost like, it's almost sad to learn where it comes from, sure. right? Because it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and can be so funny. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, funny people are dark people. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, all, 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 all my friends who are stand-up comedians, oh. miserable people. Yeah. Yeah. Miserable dark, dark for the stuff. most part, or at least got, went through a hugely miserable part of their life. Yeah, because that's where you find. That's, that's where the funny stuff is. Yeah, people. This is there's this illusion that oh, we laugh because we're happy. It's like not mostly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's mostly is pain and sorrow and loss. It's, and, it's a defense yeah. mechanism yeah. for me. I smile yeah. and laugh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're smiling right now. It's I'm smiling right now. Looking right now. A little, little dangerous. <laughs> Dare inventing room. Dare inventing room. Yeah. And, the, and the Oompa Loompas, we get to right oh, before yeah, we, we should, get. Oh, we got to talk about We got, we got to address the Oompa Loompas. I don't even know where to start. Uh, it's slave labor. That's where you start. And yeah. it, but, but he rescued them, but, but it, it's slave labor. It's slave labor. Because <laughs> in the, in the yep. original book, before they went and re-edited, I did a little bit of studying on this. It was African pygmies. Yes. And then Roald Dahl got so much shit for it that he went back and they rewrote it as, as they didn't say any color. They just yeah, said smaller, just some small strange people. small people. Yeah, small yeah. people. And now we have this. This is slave labor. He, he fired yep. everyone in the factory, which, you know, you can say that maybe that's why Grandpa Joe and everybody else is, is in poverty <laughs> because those people point. were working in the factory. Yeah. You know, he fired and then he brought in these Oompa Loompas who he knew weren't going to be like spies for uh, Slugworth or these other chocolate companies. And he's essentially made them slave labor. And yeah. he doesn't hand the factory to them. He no. hands the factory to Charlie. No, they've been. But right. he's got to have a right hand person, you know, who's been busting his ass. Though. Well, and again, right? this is it's we can oh. add. Fuck Willy Wonka. Well, yeah, well, this is a thing. <laughs> Hashtag right? fuck Willy Wonka. But this, again, this is a factory. This is, again, a guy is as benevolent as they portrayed him initially. And then when you see him, he's so nutty. Like, this idea that he's a factory owner and he's mistreating his factory workers. Well, yeah. right? the movie is sort of telling us that they're happy. Supposedly. Right. It, but, it ha- but has just, to. Otherwise, yeah. he's not as uh, well, just sympathetic as, a character. Just as the movie is telling us it's cool that these four yeah. grandparents are lying in bed for 20 years. Right, right, right. But when you stand back and think about it, you're like, well, have they negotiated their contracts? Yeah. Do they get to have vacation time? I don't think Oompa Loompas get vacation time. No, I think no. they work seven days a week. Well, I, and I read an article about this, and they and I can't remember who to source it to, but they were like, this is, this is akin to what people, some of the slave... Uh, traders said on the ships that the re- that their slaves sang on the ships, therefore they were happy to come to America. Yeah. And you see these Oompa Loompas singing, Whoa. and it's connected to this that's kind of heavy. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. Like, they, but the connect, there is a connection. You can make the connection. Whether it's valid or not, you can argue, but you can make that connection. I'd argue They're it's valid. They're singing. They're singing through the whole time. Do they look that happy? They don't look that happy to me. Yeah. No, they don't. They're grumpy. Yeah, they're grumpy. And they keep saying you can smile like a Oompa Loompa or whatever yeah. it is. And yeah. he's like, mm, 
Yoda looks well, yeah, well, fucking happy. Well, and yeah. this is like we I don't think we can dissect Willy Wonka easily. Yes, right, no. it's unfigureoutable, you know I mean? like it's, you it's, said. It's just we're gonna have to sit there and go, what the fuck does this yeah. mean? All Absolutely. Yeah. I mean we we I think we could all agree that those are kids spoiled kids with, with yes. bad parents. Yes. That's very sure. clear. And those are the other things that happen to them. I don't think anybody sheds a tear at all in any moment. Well, but again, that's fucked up in the movie. It's well, like, sure. like, okay, the kid is, has a clear weight problem. Does that mean he should be sucked up a tube and sent to the fudge machine? Eh, maybe. I maybe mean, not. In, in the movie, I'm not unhappy about right, it. In the right, movie, right. I think it's fun. Right. I step back a little. I go, whoa, that's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. We go into the inventing room. Again, n- nothing dangerous. Uh, we got Except everything. Everything. <laughs> right. everything. Right. I worked at, we, I was trying to develop a reality show when oh. I was working with the shark guys. And we had the, it was basically taking people out on this, on the boat, on the scientific boat and going on scientific mm. expeditions with uh People that didn't know what they're doing. Right. And the introduction that Peter Brown, who was the captain of the boat, did to the Captain Jack, which was the converted fishing trawler, yeah. was welcome to the Captain Jack. Everything on this boat will kill you. <laughs> it's and like it, Australia. You yeah. know, and it was like, you know, this is a dangerous environment. Yeah. And 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 man, everything in that inventing room, eh, it looks like it might kill you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got exploding gum. Yes. We got strange all shoot, you know, all sorts yeah. of strange things happening, mm-hmm. and then Violet takes some gum again. Willy Wonka does not try hard to stop nope. her. He wants this to happen. Yeah. He wants it to happen. He needs Absolutely. this to happen. She um, becomes a blueberry. Yeah. Sweet lovers love. <laughs> <laughs> Springtime. And then they, and then the Oompa come in. They roll her out yep. Yep. once again because they got yeah. a juicer. It's not. She's not going to juicer. Got a juicer. We're not, yeah, we're not taking her to the doctor. We're taking her right. to, to, to the juicer. Something yeah. that's horribly painful. But, yeah. In the movie, we don't really care that no. much. Like, the, shitty, the shitty dad's last line is, my daughter's a blueberry. Like, yeah. He's not like, yeah. where this daughter might die. It's yeah. that she's a blueberry. Now it's embarrassing. What is he going to tell his friends this in the social political circles? Political world, political yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, we get to see the everlasting gobstopper. Yes. Right. right. We see the crazy gobstopper right. machine. Not in the book. The, oh. the, the everlasting gobstopper is in the book. Yeah. The Slugworth plot of stealing oh, a gobstopper was not in the book. is not in the book. Wow. And I think this is a brilliant audition. This yeah. creates the yep. whole structure for mm-hmm. the film. It's yep. based on this idea. Absolutely. If I steal this and give it to Slugworth, I essentially save it's, my family. Yeah. Right. What choice do I make? Yeah. I think it's a brilliant addition. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Thousand percent, and, and those gobstoppers wouldn't be everlasting because I don't know how you put that in your mouth. The thing is so big. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like a really big. <laughs> but, then, but then, of course, we grew up with those. You know, they're those super oh, hard. You know, jawbreaker. I remember candies. when they came out. Yeah, I remember yeah. getting yeah. the little league snack bar. Yeah, and yeah. Like, <gasps> everlasting yeah. gobstoppers. Yeah. but you know what? Those didn't last forever. <laughs> yeah, lots of little witty uh, things. I mean, you know, the stuff that that Wolper added to the script is yep. just these little snippets. Candy of is poetry. dandy, but liquor yeah. is quicker. Liquor exactly. is quicker, right? Yeah. Exactly. Or, or the the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Snozberries. <laughs> Snozberries. Who ever heard of a snozberry? We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. So that's and yeah. that's that's a O'Shaughnessy poem. Uh, um, okay. And and those moments are just like, oh wow. Yeah. Um. That that there's so something so profound yeah. mm-hmm. and powerful there. Yeah. And then we just move on. Yeah. You know? The reference to the Vermicious Canids, which is actually a great glass elevator thing, which they wanted to do but uh, couldn't get the rights oh. because Roald Dahl, you know, said he hated the movie and right. would never ever Yeah. Fizzy lifting <laughs> drinks. <laughs> Fucking Grandpa Joe. Fuck Grandpa Joe. Charlie wouldn't have done it. Charlie no. was just doing what he's told. And yeah. Grandpa Joe goes, after watching multiple kids. <laughs> Go near death. Yeah. Goes, hey, let's yeah. do it. Nobody's watching. Yeah. It sucks yeah. that guy. It seems like an odd guy. character. He almost choice. ruined the entire thing for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like yeah. an odd character choice for Grandpa Joe, who'd been so careful about everything, yeah. to all of a sudden be like, let's sneak off and do this. Also, not in the book. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Fizzy lifting drinks is not in the book. Right. Makes, those, yeah. That makes um, sense. It definitely scared me. Also, they had a Foley artist do all those burps. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you, can, you can sort of tell that not, they were not burping live on stage. But yeah. It's, yeah. it's good, good burp Foley. But, it's but, but you see this joy, right? This is what I like the scene because... We have Grandpa Joe kind of going back to being a kid and, yeah. and doing the spinning. Absolutely, and yeah. like it's Charlie scene loves is, his grandpa yeah. so much, and it the really comes through really in this scene fun. as well. Yeah. yeah, it's a really fun scene. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. Gets really scary up by the fan. Sure. About to get chopped up by the fan. Yeah, 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 it's yeah terrifying. Yeah. yeah, nothing dangerous. <laughs> Go back to this line over and over yeah. again. Yeah, um, okay. I want a golden a goose that legs a golden oh, egg yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, I really think she should have gotten an Oscar nomination. Really, you think Veruca Salt? I think her performance in this scene is so amazingly horrible yeah. and spoiled. Yeah. It is incredible. I want the works. I want the whole works. Presents and prizes and sweets and surprises of all shapes and sizes and now don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. She is mean to Everyone. Yeah. She's mean to the poor Oompa Loompas. Yep. She's terrible. She's terrible. Yeah. She's a terrible, terrible person. And she goes full on. That's 100%, you yeah. know, 11-year-old girl full performance. And, yes. and as I understand it, um, none of the kids except for maybe one of them went on to act after this film. She's still, oh, yeah, wow. she's still, she's still acting. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, she's good, acting. because if there was one of them... Yeah, yeah Char- Charlie's a, a veterinarian. I met his dad once. Really? A strange side story. I was in line. I was at, <laughs> at, at Sundance one yeah. year. I was in line for a movie, and the great thing about Sundance is you're in line for these to get tickets for movies, right. yeah. or in those st- wait standby lines, and you just start talking to people. Right. Um, and those are the con- those that's the the magic of Sundance for me. Um, but I was standing by this older guy, and he started talking. He's like, you know, his name was something Ostrom, you know, and then think about it, and he goes, yeah, my sort of my claim to fame, my my son was Charlie and Charlie's Chocolate Factory. I I could wow. not stop talking to him, and he told me the story about him being a vet, you know, this and that, and it was fun while he lasted, you know, all that stuff. Charlie's dad. Wow. Really crazy. nice guy. How interesting. Yeah. I think at least two of the other kids, maybe three, are accountants. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. yeah, Veruca continued acting. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Her performance is great. And also the scariest. Oh, no. That shoot goes to the incinerator. Yes. <laughs> right. right. But apparently we're not in any rush. No. Right. And dad's choice of like, well, I'll just dive down the tube mm. to the incinerator too. Right. Well, because he lived for her. Yeah. So he yeah. would die for her. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It makes total yeah. sense. But my yeah. concern, I think he hates her. I think well, I think well he is exhausted by it. you can you can yes. see it in yeah. his eyes whenever yeah. she asks for something he yeah. wants it but it's 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 yeah yeah but he's it's, exhausted and it's also reiterated by Grandpa Joe that he got what he wanted was that she, went, she first. went first yeah yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh yeah. that's a powerful yeah. line yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Grandpa Joe you shouldn't really be casting aspersions <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I know yeah. we uh, we go through the Wonka mobile and through the Wonka wash yeah. and we right. get to Wonka Vision right Wonka Vision which for me as you know as I've seen it many many times. Especially when you're when you're a kid, or you know, there 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 are places that you tune out. You know, how you said the, yeah, cheer up Charlie, yeah, yeah, cheer up Charlie for you. For me, in a in a weird way, this this was the scene where I, where I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. Like yeah, I, I agree, I don't need I anymore. Yeah, it's not it's not engaging like the other scenes. Yeah, for yeah. me, agreed. It was a weird kind of. Th- it feels yeah. like a throwaway thing. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's just not as strong. It's very yeah. much of its time. Yeah, you know, yeah. this idea right. of transporting things to one place. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's very sci-fi out of nowhere. And we get right. our last Oompa Loompa song. I like that yeah. they get sort of bigger. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. This one has sort of a breakdown in the middle of it. Yeah. We have some special effects. Yeah. You get no, you get no, you get no, you get no, you get no commercials. 
are greedy, you will go far. You will live in happiness too, like the Oompa, Oompa, Loompa, Oompa dee doo. And the the message, and this one, in this one is when they say the mother and the, the father. father. Yeah. yeah, like it's really clear. This is about point. It's not, and, and this is also why I go like I understand that you want that the kids are going to get tortured. Mm-hmm. It seems like these they are not they're the victims still. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're yeah. horrible children. Yeah. What year is this movie? Seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one. The year I was born. But it's also just we're coming out of what Vietnam or come or we're just about to enter into this whole idea of de escalation in Vietnam. We have coming with the hippies, all the stuff in the sixties. Yeah. So this is this could be in some kind of way like well, a, a well, jab and, at society and, and all maybe, around. And maybe what we're saying is that that it's not a cautionary tale for children. It's yeah. a cautionary tale for adults. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why it's allowed mm-hmm. to be dark. Right. It's not for kids. Yeah, your kid protesting in the streets, being a whiny blah blah blah. Guess what? You allowed that to happen as a parent. Yeah. Therefore, you were to blame. Don't blame the kid in the street. Blame yourself. And this is true. And every generation looks at the next generation yeah. and says, you guys are wimps. Your music yeah, is bad. Yeah, yeah. Your movies are bad. Mm-hmm. You have it easy. You have it easy. Yeah. When I was a kid, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I think, and it's funny, I think to some degree in every generation, that is not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to some degree in every generation, you know what? It is true. Yeah. Sure. And as a teacher now who's teaching mostly millennials, and I look at things and I go, I try not to. But I'm like, man, there's a real sense of entitlement. Oh, yeah. There's a real sense of, of not having to do the hard work. And I, I think I said it. this in another podcast is that I'm not saying that life is easier now. Yeah. Life is always hard life, for all sure. sorts of reasons. But you can't compare you know we have iPhones now yeah. we have the internet now we have food delivered to us like there's there's food that exists for kids today when yeah. i grew up there was kids cereal but there wasn't packaged lunches and packaged this and this is yeah. there are indoor playgrounds for kids mm-hmm. there's all these things you know there's all this television all this work yeah. to make kids happy all these programs and things and it's and, and there's a real sense of trying to cater to kids where i kind of go man the, my parents just sent me out back and said play mm-hmm. you know yeah, and yeah. they weren't around i mean yeah. i was you know i was a latchkey kid yeah 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 it's, yeah it's a different now you would get now you would get your kids taken away from you for doing some of the kids absolutely oh, my things God, that yeah. my parents did lovingly and you know yeah. I, not, not at all i felt were, were abusive or wrong absolutely man. well I, I wanted i i for some reason i couldn't handle a what i call a fancy restaurant which i defined as having cloth napkins <laughs> if there were cloth napkins that was too fancy and i freaked out and i think i was six or seven or something you know that age yeah. and so my parents are going we're at pea soup anderson's on i5 i know it <laughs> and and that to me was too fancy wow. and so my parents said fine stay in the car and they left me in the car whoa you know what? i mean and wow. i'm sure they came out and checked on me right i'm sure but but that would be arresting material. Yeah. To, oh. And I'm like, oh, you know yeah. what? That seemed right. See, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I was never allowed to do any of that. Like, I, I got slapped one time because I don't sure. like my mother's cooking. I said, I made a comment when I was seven or eight years old that I didn't like her food or something. Like that. And my dad just smacked me across the face. He goes, You should be thankful you have any food in your mouth. And it was wow. like, Whoa. Yeah. Right? Well, so, yeah. so getting cloth napkins would have been a joy for me. Sure. Right? <laughs> well, and, and what's funny is it's like, of course I don't believe in slapping people across the face. Right, right, right. But but I actually think that is correct. Yes, I, I, is that, I don't fault yeah. my father at all for doing sure. it. Is no. that, th- this is the food. I was being disrespectful, yes. Yeah. Um, and I see this with my kid because we cater to him too much. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. kids will generally not starve to death. Right. They will yeah. eat the food eventually. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You just have to be willing to go through the crying and the unhappiness yeah. and mm-hmm. let them be hungry yeah. and allow it to happen in yeah. order for them to accept yeah. eating that yes. food that yeah. they don't want. But we digress. Yeah. But we digress. <laughs> right. We're right at the end.
Yeah. All yeah. the other kids are gone. Are they dead? He says. I, he says. Wonka says they're they're, they're going to be fine. fine. But then, but then again, you never know. You <laughs> don't know. know. They may Who never be seen again. And his, you know, he'll come up with some story about how they won the, the you know, the booby prize, which is to get sent off to some magical yeah. place for, you know, I mean, right. you don't know. You pull the running man where right. they supposedly right. got sent to the exactly. Other place exactly. They're dead. I assume they're okay, but you don't know. You I don't. don't. Know. I assume they're See, dead. There you go. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so, watching it. Well, and you saw it for the first time, yes. so in a lot of ways, your opinion is. Yeah. is more true. I don't yeah. know. But, but so, I watched it at an older age. To me, I think they're dead. Yeah. So yeah. we suddenly end very abruptly. We And we're in... Wonka goes into his office, which is filled with half things, which yeah. is a lovely design. <laughs> yes. Grandpa Joe and Charlie go to ask about their lifetime supply of chocolate. And again, Gene Wilder anger, man. Yeah, yeah. man. It is really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And and by the way, I believe this is where we get the good day, sir. I said good day. Yes. You're an inhuman monster. I said good day. And Wilder says, nor, a lot of people would go to the kid and say, listen, I'm going to be really angry at you, but I love you and it's not real. He didn't do that. Oof, he no. didn't warn this kid at all. He said, "He's. I want him to to feel the... F- and man, Attack. can you imagine getting yeah. the full wave of flames out of Gene Wilder? <laughs> yeah. And what, flames again, I have to go back to our hashtag. Yeah. What sh- Grandpa Joe should do at this moment was say, hey, the fizzy lifting drinks, that was on me. He right. didn't want to do it. It was yeah. my idea. He doesn't do it. And then, <laughs> foolishly... He, he says, says he's going to get back at him. He says, let's get back at him. Still in the office. Yeah. Yeah. He says, let's go talk to Slugworth. Still in the office. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, step outside first, dude. Yeah. Like, right. 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 This here. is your evil plan. Yeah. <laughs> like you're in his home lair. <laughs> right. Where he has an army of Oompa Loompas and right. all we'll sorts slit of... your throat to stop <laughs> you from taking the gods. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> say it here. Yeah. Grandpa Joe's not that smart. No. no. Charlie's a really good. But Charlie's kid. a good yeah, kid. man, and, and he, he gives smart. back that golf stopper. What a great mo- and the twist and, and the, the turn. spin on a dime, sp- absolutely. Yeah. Of or the turn on the yeah, the, yeah. of of Gene Wilder's performance from yeah. just unadulterated fury to so shines a good deed in a weary world because Charlie saved him in that mm-hmm. moment. Because maybe you know his his bet with himself is that none of these kids would get it right. Yeah, right? Yeah. That that these are the worst kids. Charlie is the kid who should mm-hmm. is the most prepared to get this right, and I bet even he won't. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Well, and you go to like, okay, was that Fury an act? I think it was. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. it was the last test. Yes. I think it was. Yes. The, it was the final test. You're absolutely yep. right. Agreed. And also, I go to. Again, this goes back to stepping back a little bit from the movie. What opportunity did you give these guys to succeed? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. you, if you want someone to succeed, you you actually have to create a situation where they're likely to succeed. You created a situation where it's really very likely that they're going to fail. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you offer the starving family $10,000. Yeah. And, and now he has a choice between feeding his family. Well... You can't say he's a bad kid if he right. you know takes that choice right. after you just abused him and everybody right. else for yeah. an hour. Right. Yeah, which is why him doing giving the gobstopper oh, back is, is, is the right thing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And then again, the elevator, the Wonkavator, and then and we have to go back to this line, yeah. uh, which is, but Charlie, don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he always wanted. What happened? He lived happily ever after. How are we supposed to feel about this? Yeah. That because we've basically been taught the entire film that that's not true. Yeah, right. And then he says it's true. Yeah, yeah. And the hug he gives him. 
Is it is it a mistake or is it intentional? I like is it is it because so, they really wanted that line? So that line's added later. So 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 oh. it's really so there's another writer who I think his name is Seltzer, who so rolled wrote the screenplay, but right. then this other guy was sort of doing additional writing uncredited for a long time. He goes on vacation and he's like, I gotta get away from this movie. He's somewhere in Maine or in the woods, and he gets a call, they're on set filming the last scene, and they say, We don't have a last line for the movie. And come up with it, and he's like, "I'm, I'm on vacation." I can't. <laughs> right. and he comes up with that line on the phone, wow. on the spot, while they're shooting. They tell Gene Wilder, and everyone goes, "That's it. That's the end of the movie." Wow. And they do that line, and it is a great line, mm-hmm. and it is completely the opposite of the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but, and yeah, but, but it makes sense though because Gene, because Willy Wonka has been the opposite of he's been on both sides of everything as they've gone along. He's both been creepy and comforting, nice and mean, evil, uh, caring and and then and not caring as well. So this makes sense. This is what he should say to Charlie because yeah. he knows Charlie will be able to be responsible with getting everything he wants because well, his heart's good. And it goes to this other thing that you brought up before of him saying. I needed somebody to do everything my way. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. So mm-hmm. you're saying you own the right to pure imagination right. and you get to create in all of your weird whimsical ways, but Charlie, you can't. Yeah. You do yeah. it my way. And yeah. you Oompa Loompas better do it my way too. Right. You right. Know, it's this wanting a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 the trappings Fuck of Willy a Wonka. it's the trappings <laughs> of a happy ending with like none of the actual happy ending yeah. things yeah. as you know, the truth of it. And how yeah. are they getting down? Well, you have to read the next book. Right, exactly. Great I haven't read Great Mouse. I remember reading it as a kid. Me too. There's a yeah, sequel. I really it fucked since. up. Oh, yeah, okay. It is. Yep. It, I remember as a kid. There, it's really weird. Yeah. Really, really weird. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's all weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yuri, what are your final thoughts on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I, will, I think that I will, I will still love this film and want to watch it every time I think about it or every time it you know, comes on somewhere. I will, I will always go back to this film. I, it, it's an endless well of delight for me. And I think that is... There are many reasons for it, but it does boil down to Gene Wilder and his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, is one of the, it is one of the great performances that I don't believe was ever given its due. And interestingly enough, the movie did okay yeah. when it came out. Right. And it's really over time that it became a classic. Yeah. And, and people go back to this performance and it is. because I can't, I can't, people can't get a handle on it. Yeah. yeah. Like you look at some movies, you know, and you, you get it right away. And you could spend your, your entire life trying to figure yeah. this out. Yeah. So, John, I'm so excited. <laughs> you saw this for the first time. Yes. What was it like? How did you feel about it? What's your final thoughts my, on this film? My final thoughts are, I, I could probably, uh, if I ever get blessed enough to have children, I will show these this to them and see what they think. I It's something yeah. that I think I would have enjoyed more as a kid. And it's yeah. not that I didn't enjoy the movie. I thought it was interesting, but it's very much of its time. Sure. Right. I but can't wait to show it to my son, but I know I'm going to be disappointed by his response. <laughs> right. But, I mean, this is, but to me, I think the film is fantastic in its way that it completely unsettles you the whole time. And it does give you just enough of the kid stuff for you to believe in it but then there's the reality of it so it's a very real film it's such an anti-movie which is what I liked about it it doesn't leave you with this idea that it's all going to work out the hero wins and yes Charlie wins but there's all this kind of darkness around it so what I like about the movie it's probably one of the most realist films that I've ever seen because it does not fall into the cliches and the tropes of typical films that are geared towards kids or geared to teaching you lessons and so for me I couldn't recommend this film enough if you want something that's completely out of what you would see normally in these kinds of films and you can enjoy the reality and the truth of what life is really like. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. What life is really like coming out of 
Willy Wonka and the Chocolate we, Factory. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's it's here's this movie I loved as a kid, and as a kid I laughed at it, and it was funny, mm-hmm. and there was candy, and there was this TV kid, and there was you know, and I just had fun on the ride. And yeah. even there were the scary things that I had to grow old enough to make it through the scary things. And there was this funny, weird, kind of Bugs Bunny-ish character mm-hmm. who's kind of above everything. And I love that. And that's enough. And then I watch it as an adult and go, what is this movie trying to say? Yeah. And it's kind of endlessly mysterious. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and this is one where I wish I could sit down with Gene Wilder and sit down with Mel Stewart mm-hmm. and sit down yeah. with Roald Dahl and say, what was your intention? Mm. Were you just in the moment doing funny stuff? Yeah. Or were you thinking some of these deep, deeper things as you were going? Yeah. And, and I don't know that we, we ever get to know the answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, I don't know that we ever should. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, all right, so that's what we think about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate <laughs> Factory. We would love to hear what you think, particularly if, like John, you've never seen this before. Mm. Yeah. Because how a movie plays when you've seen it over and over again is really different yep. from seeing it first as an adult or at a different era coming to it. So we would love to hear that. If you want to share your thoughts with us, you can visit us on Facebook um, at The Cinephiles. That's C-I-N-E-F-I-L-E-S. You want to subscribe to us on iTunes, that's great. And while you're hitting that subscription button, please leave us a review. Mm. Maybe you can make your review sort of mysterious and <laughs> <laughs> filled with witticisms and levels that we'll never begin to understand. Yes. Um, you can also subscribe on Stitcher, but on Stitcher they don't like our dash. So C I N E space F I L E S. Hashtag Buck Stitcher. No, we like Stitcher. Hold on. If you want to reach me, you can always reach me on Twitter at S R Morris. John, where can they reach you? You guys can always reach me at the Roca says R O C H A on Twitter and on Instagram. And follow me. I love to interact with you guys. So yeah, and thanks everybody for the compliments you guys send every week for the shows we do and we've been building slowly so thank you so much for everyone you're telling about the show we really do appreciate it yeah Yuri where can they reach you uh, at Yuri Lowenthal uh, on Twitter I am infinitely accessible and is there any show that you two might be particularly <laughs> doing together that they might want to listen to get more of this great interaction Tell uh, Yuri. You, you can find our, our uh, me and John's old show cast of characters um, is, is a great uh, show uh, our current show is called super animation game time uh, we may have a little something else coming up in the future that's true and you can yeah, see you can find watch us on twitter and, yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated exactly and you can watch it uh, every wednesday at 1 p.m on geek and sundry's twitch, twitch channel. channel yeah you can go back and see the older episodes too that yeah. we've already shot Oh, it sounds great. They're really good. Uh, it was great having you here, Yuri. It was uh, yeah, a thank lot you, Yuri. of fun. I, I enjoyed it so much. I loved it. I'll, I'll come on anytime you guys want to talk movies. Awesome. It's, one, it's my favorite thing to do. Cool. Uh, sounds good. All right, that's it for this week, and we will see you next time on The Cinephiles. Cinephiles.